This is Books of Titans, the podcast dedicated to the influences of influencers. The books that have helped shape prominent inventors, business leaders, athletes, intellectuals, scientists, and others. We'll talk about what makes these books such classics and at least attempt to have an intelligent discussion about what makes them so important and influential. Hello, this is Eric Rostad, and I'm back with a book called The Art of X-Ray Reading by Roy Peter Clark. I want to start off this episode with a quote by someone completely unrelated to this book, and it's a quote by Rudy Giuliani, which I hope does not upset you with the recent political climate, but honestly, I don't read the news, I don't listen to the news, so I don't even know, other than kind of the brief uh, connection he has with our, our current president, I don't know what he did, if he's still doing it or anything, so... Try not to think of that that I just placed in your head while I read this awesome quote by Rudolf Giuliani from his book Leadership. Over time, I developed the romantic notion that one can find secret solutions in books. I intensely read about every subject I undertake, and I do so with a conviction that I will learn things about it that nobody else knows. And I love that quote. I, I wrote that in a notebook from college where I would... Anytime I read something I liked, I would put it in this notebook. And it's, it's at the very top of that, of that notebook, uh, that quote. And, it, and it's because I, I have that sense or I have that uh, desire, I guess, when I'm reading, especially literature. I'm, I'm hoping that there's some secret insight, uh, some, some new angle at truth, something, something I can pull out, some great nugget. And what this book, The Art of X-Ray Reading, does is it helps you do that. It helps you mine the treasures of literature, and it does it in a really cool format. So the tagline of this book is, How the Secrets of 25 Great Works of Literature Will Improve Your Writing. The author, Roy Peter Clark, is a journalist, and he's a, a teacher at Pointer University, and he, well, he's actually the senior scholar there. And, which is one of the most prestigious schools for journalists in the world. And so he's coming at this book as a writer. Uh, he's obviously a reader as well, but even the focus on that tagline is for writers. But I found it very valuable as a reader because it helped helped give tools, a, a toolkit as a, as a way of, of how to approach literature. There is some also some nonfiction that, that he covers in this book, but really how to approach reading and how to slow down and, and take things in. So it was, it was a really neat book in that sense. The way it's structured is there's these 25 chapters and they, most of them cover one, some, some of them cover two works of literature. And it may just be a sentence from that, that book. It may be a whole section. And then after you read that sentence or section, Roy will go through and describe what the author was doing uh, some of the tools they use, some of the cool things, why this might be the greatest sentence he's ever read or the greatest paragraph he's ever read. And, and then at the end, there's some writing lessons that he gives, usually, usually six lessons that he gives you as a, as a writer. But again, very, very applicable as, as readers too on, on what to look for. So cool structure, cool book. I loved it. I, I, I kept writing in the margin and, and then in the back of the book. I love this book. I just kept writing that. And so I would recommend this one highly. The way I heard about it was it was suggested on a podcast that I was listening to. And this was a podcast called the Pastor Writer Podcast. And it's done by Chase Replogle, which I probably just butchered. But he interviewed 
the pastor of the church that we go to here in the Nashville area. So, uh, and, and that pastor's name is Russ Ramsey. So I was listening to the episode between the two of them and Chase was saying that he was reading, he was currently reading the art of x-ray reading. And when he described the book, I thought, man, that, that sounds awesome. And so this was the very last book that I added to my reading list for this year, 2019. And I probably added it the end of November or sorry, end of December. So last one I added, but uh, I'm so glad I added it. And I think you'll really enjoy it if, if you do decide to pick it up. So in the next couple sections, I'm going to highlight some different parts of the book. Uh, I'll do that in, in section two. And then in section three, I'm going to do the one thing, the, the, the one thing that stood out to me the most in the book and that I hope to remember for a long time. Well, before I start discussing the book again, I wanted to share something really quickly about the new Books of Titans website. In about a week, I'm going to be opening it up for you to be able to share your reading lists on the website. So I'll have different plans available where you can purchase access to the website, share the books that you want to to read for for 2019, and it will put it in a, a beautiful format for you. You'll then have access to the back end of the website to be able to review the books after you've read them, put the dates that you've read each of the books, give it a rating, and then also you'll be able to get comments on on your review or uh, anyone who's who's read the book, they can, they can put their comments. Uh, that's open to the public. So I, th- I think it'll be a great tool. Uh, it's a great visual format. You can take screenshots, share it on social media, and I've... I've on social platforms, especially Instagram, when I when I share my reading list, uh, people people will ask, "Where did you create that that view of your books?" And, and I'll, I'll always say, "Well, it's it's from the website." So now I'm opening that up. So if that's something that interests you, I'll have more details next week and uh, more details on the website. Keep an eye on social media. I'll be, I'll be announcing it there uh, in the near future. But I'm really excited about opening that up. Uh, because we'll also be able to see a lot of what you're reading and and get some more more book suggestions. So, what one thing that was really cool about the art of X-ray reading is that it covered some of the books that we have covered for the Books of Titans project. Some of those include Hundred Years of Solitude, uh, Moby Dick, which is one that Jason read last year, and then uh, in the the final part of the book there was a sentence from The Things They Carried, and that was a, a really neat part of the book. At the very end, Roy included different sent- sentences from from different books that are that are considered some of the best sentences of all time for for literature. And so he included those at the end. And so that'll be on one page, and then you flip over that page, and then it'll be Roy's description of what what the author was doing there. And it was really cool because. Since it's just one sentence, you had a lot of room underneath to write your notes, write what you thought, and and write about some of the things that that you learned in the book that apply to that that sentence. So so it's almost like you got to to test your your learning in a way, and then um, and then see what Roy said right after that. So I, I really appreciated that that part of the book. It was it was really cool. So I want to read one quote here from Joseph Conrad, and this this ties in with the quote I read at the beginning by by Rudy Giuliani. And this one, uh, 
yeah, I, I wrote a cuss word on the on the the side next to it because I I thought it was so amazing. So I'm not going to say it because I don't want to um, lose our non-explicit rating. But I liked this. My task again. This is Joseph Conrad, the author. Uh, his quote: My task is by the power of the written word to make you hear, to make you feel. It is before all to make you see that and no more, and it is everything. If I succeed, you shall find there, according to your deserts, encouragement, consolation, fear, charm, all you demand, and perhaps also that glimpse of truth for which you have forgotten to ask. That is cool. That is cool. So that was, uh, that was in part of the book there. So that, that uh, was something I, re- I really enjoyed. And I wanted to highlight a few other things that Roy talked about that uh, that you you see in in a lot of literature and then uh and then we'll take a quick break and and hit hit the one thing my my one big takeaway from the book so the next next thing he he talked about that i thought was really neat was was nature and he says you know we always we always read about nature in in literature and you know even the it was a dark and stormy night and from there uh you expect something horrible to happen, but he said, "Don't don't go down that route every time." And he gave the example of uh, a, a tragic example, but and one that's kind of fresh, but uh, of September 11th. And September 11th was such a horrible, horrible day, but it was bright blue skies. There was no cloud in the sky, and and that always it's always struck me. It was just such a contrast to the horror of that day. But it was a bright blue sky, and. He he says don't 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 as a writer don't always go down that route that if it's raining something horrible is going to happen because sometimes things happen the opposite and 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 you can't control nature in in that sense uh, so a neat a neat thing but then also just you know when you're reading it, it's kind of a neat thing to to look for why is the author have the weather doing this um, yeah just a, a neat thing to to think about another another thing he talks about is is people's names always be always be interested in that in 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 what the name is of the character because the author has spent a lot of time thinking about that and that name might refer back to a historic historical figure it might refer to another uh, character in a in a book and so it's it's really important to 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 be aware of that and, and to think of that and in fact, in, in one of the writing lessons at the end of, of a chapter, the first lesson, he says, is read the Bible. This is not a plea for you to become religious or more religious, but if you don't know the stories of the Bible and its main characters, you are cutting yourself off from the most powerful source of illusion in Western culture with Shakespeare a distant second. So I thought that was cool. I mean, he, 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 he really talks about getting back to the to the source documents, um, to the, to the source material, the, the myths, the, the, the Bible, the Shakespeare, the things that a lot of what we read in literature today is, is based off or pulls from. And so, uh, tying what I just talked about, the, the name and, and, in biblical characters, he, in the book about Moby Dick, he talks about one of the most famous lines in in all of literature, and that's the first three words of Moby Dick, which is "Call me Ishmael." And so we get in that, you know, why why 
do does he want us to call him Ishmael? So that's not his real name. Uh, why are we not given his real name? Um, and then if you know the history of the Bible, uh, Ishmael has a lot to there. There's a lot connected with that name and in that person in, in the Bible. So what is Herman Melville trying to tell us in Moby Dick by his choice of the name Ishmael? And again, just something really cool to think about. I mean, I read Moby Dick in, in college and and never thought about the name Ishmael. And just to to stop at those first three words of the book and and consider what's going on. And then he, he also goes deeper into the to the first paragraph of the book and shows how a word coffin, which while Ishmael is is on land, is is something that reminds him of death when he is the sole survivor of, of uh, the boat being wrecked by a whale, the thing that saves him is a floating coffin in the water. And so that coffin is in the first paragraph of the book, and then it shows up at the very end. So a really neat uh, neat feature that you, know, you could just kind of blow by in a, in a book, but uh, he, he encourages you to, to dig a little bit, bit deeper. So now to my one thing, my one takeaway. And again, the reason I do this is I want to have a takeaway that I can easily remember about each book. And then I think it'll really help you to have one key takeaway from from what from each of the books that that we discuss on this podcast. So the thing I want to highlight today, the one thing I've I've kind of alluded to it in the in the other two sections, but that's to slow down. To slow down when you're reading, to to take it in. As, uh, as Roy, the author of this book, says, if you, if you come across a passage that speaks to you, just slow down, read it again, maybe write it out. Uh, he, he talks about speaking it out loud. If you're, if you're reading in a room where someone else is in there and they don't mind you sharing what you're reading, read that passage out loud because a lot of times the author has done things with the, the sounds of the words that if you're reading, you may not be sounding it out. Whereas if you, if you speak it, you'll, you'll hear those, those things put together. And another reason I want to highlight this slowing down is I'm for this reading project. It's, it's a 52 book reading project, which is a lot of books. It's, it's twice the number that I ever read before in my life without having a reading project. So it's, it's a lot of books and, I'll have the tendency to just rush through them. And the other tendency I'll have is to view them as books. And, and let me explain that. It's, I, I finish the book and then I can, I put it back on the shelf. I go to the next book. But what this book, The Art of X-Ray Reading, really encourages you to do is to, to, to view it as the sentences within the book, to view it as the paragraphs the words, the word choice. Why was this word chosen over this word? Why was this sentence set up in this way? Uh, some of the sentences that Roy highlights in this book, he'll highlight how it's just a, a, a genius sentence. And then he'll, he'll write out that sentence in the, all the other ways that it could have been written and, and showing that the way that it was written was the best possible way that that, the, the, that combination of words could have been put together. So you're not going to see that just blowing through stuff, and I, I've been guilty of that. And so this book really encourages you to slow down. So I, I want to encourage you to do that as you're reading. 
uh, I know it's hard if you have a, a, a goal of trying to get through a lot, but the more you can take a step back and, and really indulge what you're reading. And I found that especially in, I need to do that with literature. So I read War and Peace last year, and even though it took me a long time to read the whole book, I, I spent even more time at the beginning because I knew that I needed to write down each character's name. I needed to take notes every time I came across that character because I have a really bad memory and I will forget what the importance of that character is. So it was painstaking, especially at the beginning, but over time I, w- I, I was able to to really know where I was at, at, at any point in the book because I had I'd gotten to know these characters and I'd spent a lot of time doing that. Uh, I just kind of imagine now, what if, what if I take some of the tools from this toolkit from the book and of the art of x-ray reading and, and do that in, in some of the literature I have coming up? Uh, it, it really excites me. So if you, if you just absolutely love reading, if you want to get more out of the literature that you are reading, this book is awesome. I, I'm really glad I came across it. I don't recall ever having heard about it until I heard about it on the Pastor Writer podcast. So thank you, Chase, for that. Uh, just even telling, it wasn't even a recommendation, it was just kind of telling what you were reading. So thank you for that. And uh, yeah, you guys listening, keep reading, keep improving, and keep it real. We'll be back next week with another episode, another great book. And I look forward to talking then. In the meantime, keep an eye out on social media. Keep an eye out for the announcement of the way that you can get involved with the Books of Titans website and sharing your own own reading list. And uh, look forward to, to being back with you again next week. 